if you don't put your weight back, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And he just starts screaming and yelling out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I just got to give it the old Bobby Boucher, uh, Captain Insano, so is no mercy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Episode 19, Idiots on a Mic. We have a huge special guest for us today, a good old friend of mine, man who honestly really needs no introduction, an absolute legend, former professional athlete in the Indoor Football League, uh, four-time Division II All-Conference offensive lineman. I have a story that we'll tell about that as, as we get along. Uh, bachelor's degree in exercise science and a minor in chemistry. Uh, from the Tiffin University, go Gons. You know, I had to rep it today. Uh, currently full-time certified personal trainer, speed and performance coach. Hey, there you go, Rod. You could use a little speed and performance in your life. At My Fit Life Personal Training uh, in, uh, is it is it Louisville, Ohio, or is it Louisville, Ohio? It's Louisville, but you spell it like Louisville, yeah. I got you. I got you. See, I didn't want to get that wrong. Um We'll talk a little bit today about, so you've, you just recently started uh, creating a, a brand logo for yourself, uh, Bearded Man, is the, the only way I can really describe it. Um, so, so that's not only to talk about, uh, you know, kind of engaging with your clientele, uh, but also kind of discussing, you know, hardworking and, and, you know, what it means to actually develop a healthy lifestyle. Um, and, and so we'll kind of talk to you a little bit about that, but I have this, I have this story. I've been, this story has been loaded in the chamber ever since we agreed to do this thing. Uh, we helped a, a friend of ours move when, when we were up in Tiffin, you remember I can, now his name's going to elude me. Uh, Joel's boyfriend at the time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And, uh, so he, I'm, we're helping to move, and I'm standing in the back of this U-Haul, right? And and Mason's standing on the ground. And I look down at this man, and I just jokingly, I, uh, I, I was like, hey, man, catch me. And this son of a bitch picks me up off the back <laughs> of this U-Haul. And I'm, I'm, I'm probably buck 85 at this point, man. And it just sets me down. And that was the most, like, I have never felt so manhandled my entire <laughs> life. How, how pretty of a girl did you feel at that mo- point in time? I... Yeah, it was like that. Uh, what is it? Dirty dancing when she, she she gets picked up in the air. It was it was kind of that moment, and it really made me feel. I like do that. remember that now that you say that. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, didn't think, I thought he you were like being serious. He was like tired. He's like, oh, can you like get me out of here? And I went, yeah. And I just grabbed him and put him right out. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's the and that's the difference between a four time all conference of offensive linemen and a, a JV uh, pitcher for, for a division two school. So, <laughs> um, but so we talked a little bit about your brain. I wanted to give you an opportunity to maybe expand a little bit on that before we kind of go a little bit further. So, so tell us for, in your words, kind of what that brand stands or what that logo means to you. Well, it's, um, it's kind of a crazy story how it came up. Um, so at the gym I work at, one day I walked in and there was this uh, actually, actually local artist here in Louisville. She went to the high school and stuff, graduated from here. And now she goes to Walsh and she's um, on our turf area. And she's like doing like her own like decal for us. She's an artist. 
and it looked awesome. I was like, oh, that's like too sweet. So I started talking to her about it. And she tells me that she does like tattoo designs and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I need to talk to you about a brand. So um, I sat down with her and I kind of told her, I'm like, I'm looking for something that kind of represents like what I've accomplished and what I've done and something that kind of when you look at it, you know, it's about me, but you also know it's something that's like a reward for my clients and my athletes. So just something that kind of represents me in, in a way. And so it's kind of funny. We sat there and I told her, I, was, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I, I had no idea. As you know, I wanted to start a brand. I want to start my own logo and stuff like that. And it was so funny. She looks at me and she's a little cross country runner. She looks at me and she's like, well, what's something that like sets you apart from someone else? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I'm a pretty big guy. She's like, what about your head shape and your beard? And I was like, <laughs> what are you trying to say? She's like, no, no, no. I was like, no, I get it. I got a big square head and a big beard. She's like, are you always going to have a beard? I said, absolutely. She's like, okay, we'll do that. So that's where the design actually came from. Um, but yeah, like I said, I was looking for something that's kind of just – represents who i am you know what i mean like you walk around with logos you walk around with brands on your shirt like nike and stuff like that you know what it stands for and it's like i want people my clients who have accomplished stuff to walk around and people see it and like wow where does they where do they go and find out yep just like that, <laughs> just like that man. same thing it's just just something you it's just what you can see out out like out in the world now that one of my clients wears her shirt like every time i see her and I like get so excited and even like that's the only shirt I work out in now too. Cause I got like four of them myself. So it's like, that's yeah, what I do. Cause it's like those words mean something to me now that I have on them. You know what now, I mean? Now, now do you train your clients to have a nice full beard like that too? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, there a, is there a class for that? Is that part of the package or <laughs> <laughs> I wish man, I'd make more money off that too. I think, <laughs> Hey, I'd be signing up. This yeah, you and me both. All hell. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. um, it came out of nowhere. I, I don't even know where this thing came from. I just, I'll never get rid of it though. Dude, you feel me? If I get rid of this thing, it's baby face. Hardcore. Yeah, we were just reminiscing. Uh, Rod put up a, a picture of when he was in the military and how baby face he was. And the, as we, I mean, now we look nothing alike. Then we could have been brothers the way he was looking, man. It was Oh, I bet. Yeah. With, oh, <laughs> I, I, was, I was about a buck 75. I didn't have any muscle on me at all either. Baby face. Look, oh, like Matt. <laughs> yep. Twins. Yeah. <laughs> I was born this way, man. Okay, what do you want from me? Um, but, but yeah, a little bit into – it sounds like you are, are very passionate about the personal training stuff. So what has been kind of the most rewarding part for you so far? Um, In the aspect of the personal training, I, I'll be honest. I never thought I'd like it like I told you guys. Um, Like it sounds crazy to say that because I love it now. But I honestly – like you would ask me three years ago if I'd be a full-time personal trainer. I probably would have laughed at you. What's <laughs> happening? Um. Cause I wasn't, I didn't think I'd want to work with like normal general population people, like people that just want to lose weight and get healthier and stuff. But, um, I think the most rewarding part is probably like, I have, like, I have this one girl, she's about 20, she's 26 now. Um, she used, she grew up here. She lived in Indiana, went to school in Indiana, went through a hard time playing college sports, gained a whole ton of weight and super unhealthy. She moved back here, got a new job. Literally two days after she got the new job, she came and met me at the gym and she's like, I want to change my life. 
And it's been a year now. She's lost 85 pounds. Wow. I've just seen her. Yeah. And it's just like, I've just seen her life completely flip around since she came home. And it's just like, like I'm getting emotional thinking about it because that (laughs) more than like anything. I was like, dude, this is amazing. And she told me like, cause I only see her an hour a week. And Mm. she told me, she's like, you're, you've made such a big difference in my life. And I'm like, like, dude, I'm only see, I only see you an hour a week. How in the world am I making that big of a difference in your life? You know what I mean? But that's probably been the most rewarding thing for me is just like seeing people change in the time that and having my impact can make that big of an impact on their life. Yeah, I, I feel that. And uh, I had an opportunity to um, put a program together for our friends who just had a wedding a few weeks ago now. And I mean, they were talking about they had to get their stuff resized and everything just because they lost, you know, 25, yeah. 20, 25 pounds uh, over the course I was with them. And it was just like it, it is incredibly rewarding. It, and like their mood changed, their energy levels changed. Just, I mean, all around. And it's it's nice, too, because at, at least the way my programs are set up, it's kind of like, all right. Here's here's the knowledge that I can give you guys if you know, we'll, we'll do check-ins regularly and everything like that. Um, and then my goal is to give you guys the keys and it's probably the same way for you. You're only meeting with her, you know, an hour a week to give you the keys to the car so you can just drive to success the rest of your way yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's hard that way, but at the same time, it's even more rewarding because it makes you feel better. Cause it's like, well, you get it. You guys are athletes and stuff, military and everything too. It's like, if the coaching it's awesome to see when the coaching works and it's an awesome feeling like if you're part of that too but when you like tell someone to do something and you see it work you're like oh, let's go man like, uh, yeah i'm doing something right <laughs> yeah and it's and it's because it like in, the, in that industry too like it takes time you could be you could be potentially on the wrong path for a little bit you just don't know how each person's body's going to react you know there's certain framework that you can use as a general guide but everyone is just slightly different in, in some sort of way chemically uh, to where, you know, the one thing you may not be doing could be the, the key to their success. And then, so you, you got to find that right pairing with that person and then just hammer that home. Really? Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> well, before we get uh, too, too in depth here with some of our BS questions, so we're gonna we're gonna take you away from the profession. This is this this isn't Mason, uh, the the personal trainer anymore. This is this is Big Mace, uh, just hanging out with the boys, uh, answering some questions. But before we do that, we are recording today, uh, November eleventh on uh, Veterans Day. So, um, you know, we just want to take the time to recognize all those veterans. Rod, you're a veteran yourself. Uh, you know, just just thank you for your service. And, you know, it doesn't matter if if you're stationed here stateside or, or overseas. The fact that you are willing to make a sacrifice, you know, uh, be away. I mean, you were, what, five years you weren't home? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Tra- traveling from state to state, you know, c- kind of picking up and and heading off wherever they, wherever they tell you you're going to go and, and fulfilling whatever duty they ask you to. And, and, uh, you know, I have, I have some family myself, uh, one of my uncles and, and my grandfather, uh, are, are veterans as well. So shout out to them. And I don't know if, if there's anybody in particular you guys would like to shout out as well. Uh, yeah, I got one. Uh, I j- actually just found this out today. One of my buddies, when I was uh, stationed out there in Connecticut on one of the sub bases, he, uh, Today he posted that he got his, I think his one year or two year AA chip, 
and I didn't know he had oh, a problem wow. with, you know, alcohol and everything like that, but he posted about it and that sort of thing. And, you know, I just messaged him. I was like, Hey man, that's awesome. You know, too many veterans, uh, and active duty military, you know, they fall down that dark, uh, you know, that dark alley and it's, it's easy to go down, you know, especially once you get out and stuff like that for a veteran. So, uh, any of our listeners, if you know any vets, just reach out to them, see how they're doing that sort of thing. Um, yeah, just give him a shout out that, um, Oh, uh, Alex, Alex Messick. Yeah. <laughs> Stunned me for a second. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> hadn't talked yeah, a little yeah, bit, I but know, I know this, I know this. Yeah, I was like, I know this, but yeah, yeah. Just proudy man. Keep up the good shit. Mace, anybody you want to shout out to? Um, yeah, I'll give a shout out to my buddy that lives here locally. Um, I actually met him through Xbox. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, his name's Ray Fitz. Um, he was in the military. Oh, man, I, I can't remember how many years it was, but I know he was stationed out in Alaska and he's doing really good now, dude. He uh, has his own farm with one of his good buddies, like breeds chickens, pigs and all that stuff. He has uh, three kids. He's doing like, he's just doing amazing things. He's doing really good for himself. So give Living him a Living the life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. That sounds like a re- good retirement plan if you ask yeah, dude, me. He's got two houses. He's out here balling. Like he's doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, again, uh, thank you to all those veterans out there. Um, you know, this is this is your special day. Go ahead and, and celebrate how you must. So, uh, be safe though. I know it's easy to get carried away. Seen some of the we played rugby with some of the military <laughs> boys. Man, they they get they get after. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be they, bets day for them. It's any day. <laughs> yeah. It is, man. We, I mean, we'd get done with a game, and you just hear. It's like, dude, we have, we've been off the pitch. We've been off the pitch for like a minute. They, they've come a long way because I'd say about five years ago they would drink during the game. So at least now they're waiting till after. That's what I've heard about all this rugby stuff, dude. That's like, I didn't know if that was actually true, but I know like a couple guys played in college, and I know buddies that play now, and that's what they say. They say we beat the crap out of each other, and then we get drunk together. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, if you're interested, so, we're recruiting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might, might be a bit of a hike for you, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> a uh, An all-conference offensive lineman probably wouldn't be a bad guy to have in the... Uh, I'll be like a star guest one day. Just be like, hey, Mason, we need a sub. Give me like a weekend and I'll make a weekend trip out of it. Hey. 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 Yeah. yeah. We'll, don't don't hey, worry. We'll, we, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Matt, Matt just shows up for games from time to time, so it's... <laughs> Yeah, I uh, well, see, here's the beauty of my position is because out of everybody on that team, I'm one of the fastest, which truthfully ain't saying a whole lot. But (laughs) so 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 they basically are like, hey, go ahead and stand about 40 yards off the ball. And uh, if we think you'll score, we'll go ahead and get it out to you. But 99 percent of the time, it does not get out to me at all. So I'm mostly playing defense more than anything else. (laughs) <laughs> I'll just hit somebody randomly for you guys. Just tell me who to take. Well, uh, Rod, tell the story. No, you, so, you got it. You tell it better. Okay. You're good. So, <laughs> so first, first game of last year, it was a scrimmage game. Okay. And uh, so to advance the ball, you can, you can kick the ball and sprint after it to, yeah. to advance. And uh, Rod, Rod, you were playing fullback probably that, yeah. that game. If I had, I was, com- I, I was coming up to hit him. Yeah, and old boy kicked the ball, so he was defenseless and just gets absolutely slaughtered <laughs> for no reason oh. by this man. 
That was the loudest clap I've ever. It was just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> the loudest clap. <laughs> this is so unnecessary. I think I absorbed him into my gut a little bit and fired him back out, and it was it. it <laughs> Shot yeah, you drink to build that gut up. I get it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what the socials are for. The beer and the pizza. That's Absolutely. <sighs> All right. So like I said, we're going to kind of take you away from the, the, uh, the business side of things, but this one's going to kind of tie into both of them. Okay. Gotcha. So someone's at the gym and they forget to put their weights back. What are you doing? How are you handling this situation? Um, Pick that some bitch up. You set him back by the weights and you tell him <laughs> to put that shit away. Uh, well, I'll tell you from experience, it's it's usually grown men and athletes. It's usually who it is. And if it's a grown man, I usually say I'll usually make a joke to him, like, "Hey, dude, like I'm not your wife. This isn't home." Oh, my fault. Like something like that. Um, but kids, I, I'll tell you what, I like, I feel like a, a dad in there sometimes, man. I have such a short temper with some of these kids. Cause it's like, they'll go over and use like a dumbbell and they're like, Oh, this doesn't work. And just toss it. And they'll walk over here and it's like, dude, what are you doing? So I usually go over and I interrupt them. What they're doing. I make them walk back over and pick it up and bring it back. I can usually. I- I can only imagine you telling some grown man to go pick up his weights. He turns around real quick, like, who the hell? Oh, man, you think it's fuck. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got it. Happen. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just usually, and I try not to do the whole, like, I try not to be, like, nice about him. Like, hey, dude, like, I'm not your wife. And he's like, oh, my fault. My fault. Oh, my fault. <laughs> and run right over and do it. So The, uh, the gym <laughs> yeah. I used to go to down in Georgia actually had a sign up, and it would, he would fine you. It was an Anytime Fitness, and he would fine you. $10 for the first time that you didn't re-rack your weights or put your weights back. And then if he saw you do it again, it was like $50 a time after that. And wow. he, he was like watching the cameras and recording it and shit because people were just like leaving it on weights on the squat rack on the bench. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I, but I, I understand where it's coming from, dude. There's nothing. Oh, I hate getting in there at six in the morning and seeing weights like um, plates on a bar. Oh, that drives me crazy. Like, dude, I'm cleaning up after somebody. Like, you put your weights on there, you can take them off. Yeah, I, I hate the one that I hate is like, okay, I need to use a bench press and there's weights on it. So I'm like, all right, I'll go get some other stuff done. And not a single person has walked up to this thing yet. And I'm like, I waited, I waited 15 minutes for nobody to actually be using this. Like, I, I could have been doing this the whole damn time. Mm hmm. Ridiculous. exactly yeah it's inconvenience it's, it's so dumb it's like come on man and it, like you said it's usually it's usually some of the biggest guys in there and it's like you're telling me i tell you what i tell you what but i tell you what a little bit bigger you put them weight back <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit extra exercise you know a little bit for you yep not gonna hurt you yeah oh i know so all right th- this one might be a little tough for you, man, because uh, I don't know if, if there's any any uh, big name actors out there that could that could fulfill your size role. Who who would play you in a movie? Who would I want to play me in a movie, or who do I think? Yes, why don't you answer both of those <laughs> questions? All right. Um, oof. I I would want 
I would want like Adam Sandler. I'm not going to lie to you just because he's so freaking funny. And I think that'd be hilarious to have him like in that situation, like be the person to go up and tell some grown man to go pick his weights up. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I, I just think that'd be such like such a good comedy. Um, but I, and I think, I think, um, oh, definitely the rock. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. No, absolutely. For sure. For sure. <laughs> spitting, spitting image. Yeah. I, I, I wish. <laughs> if I had to pick, I'd pick Adam Sandler for sure. I feel like that'd be a great movie. That, that would, I, I could just, yeah, see how, like, whatever weird, it, it's got to be like old school Adam Sandler, though, doing the goofy ass voice. Oh, telling, yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. telling someone to put the, the Billy Madden. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you don't put your weight back, I'm like, yes. yeah. And he just starts screaming and yelling out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's got to give it the old Bobby Boucher, uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Poke him in the eyes. <laughs> oh, man. I could see it now. Adam Sandler as a, as a personal trainer. That'd be fan. Better yet, Adam Sandler as an offensive lineman. Yes. He might have to put some not, weight on not, for that role. <laughs> They need to put him in like uh, the suit that they put. Uh, uh, what's his name? Zachary Levi in Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Then put him on there. A Shazam movie too. We could talk about that too. Jeez. Yeah, I just watched it again recently. It was, uh, yeah, uh, it's hit or miss. It's it was better than I thought it was going to be, but it. Didn't have a lot to go up against in terms of DC movies. No, it didn't. That's why it's it's like top five, but there's only like, uh. <laughs> yeah. We'll gonna, we'll see what direction that. Could I'm be. gonna change this for a second. Have any of you guys seen that Knock Knock movie on Netflix? Mm-mm. No, with, is that that's with Keanu Reeves? It. I'm. You you can attest, oh, to this, man. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. Two girls or whatever. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't get cringe. I don't like have cringeworthy moments. And you know, I'm some for the listeners of the show who know Bryce as well. That's I used to live with the guy, so I not, nothing really makes me cringe. But that movie, one Keanu Reeves, like his acting in the first half of the movie is atrocious. But second of all, the extent they go to with some of their like sexual innuendos and like just. Mm, Get, you know what? Uh, yeah, give give it a watch, guys. Give it a watch. You'll uh, you'll yeah. you'll cringe quite a bit. <laughs> I might have to because well, I, I I saw it preview or like you know like when you go over on Netflix, it shows you like just like mm-hmm. a short clip of it. It I feel like it's exactly what it is because that scene. It's the two girls. And they knock on the door and he's like, "Hello," and they're just telling how like cold they are and how wet they are. And he went, "Oh, well, I can't help you." And the one <laughs> like fake sneeze and he goes. And he has a box of tissues right next to him. Who puts a box of tissues on the front door? <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy pulls out three tissues right by the front door. Who needs a heart? Who knows? Heart, the heartbreakers. That's who. The, the, <laughs> the first half of the movie plays like a really bad porno. It's, it's rough. Oh, man. You should have led with that, pal. I'm there. Yeah, I know. Now I'm more interested. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Keanu Reeves, bad porn. Yeah. 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 I told you don't our need buddy, a Netflix account for that one. You can go watch it on Pornhub. I told, I told our buddy Griff about that, and he goes, oh, what was it called? Okay, where can I find it? Oh, oh okay, yeah, I'll make sure I avoid it. <laughs> yeah, just for just for my knowledge. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I'll have to watch that. Did you watch that that Spy Cat movie? We'll talk about it next episode. But my yeah, God, no. that was horrible. That was fucking no, terrible. I bet so, it was good. So, so we started doing this segment. We pick a random movie, and we guess the plot. Next episode, we end up talking about it, and we we landed on this Spy Cat movie. Real Garfield-looking cartoony cat. And there's this dog and a chicken, dude. I I got all these notes for it. It is trash, but enjoy. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna love it. You're gonna <laughs> love it. I tell you what, man. You. I I feel like this like, well, this was a variation of our old uh, was that drinking game we made up. We'd pick a movie, and then whenever they we would say, all right, we would make r- drinking rules for the movie that we haven't seen yet, and we would watch the movie. And in some cases, it turned out pretty rough. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen the movie Onward? Onward, no. It's a, so it's a Disney movie. Okay, I don't think oh, it's Disney. Maybe, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's with uh, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're making up these rules, and the first rule this Joker comes up with is, all right, so it's all it's all about like basically mystical creatures. There's like trolls, there's elves, there's there's there's, and he's like, all right, so. Anytime there's a different species on screen, you got to take a drink. Besides and the it's elf. just like a, it's just a montage <laughs> for the first like ten minutes of the movie. And we're like, all right, we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> so it's like we're drinking so that, as you. Said. <laughs> it's awesome. So it's so we're so it comes down to he's like, all right, anytime there's a dragon on screen, you got to finish your beer. Their pet is a dragon. <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable it's got a knack for it man i tell you what i like this we have to start doing this yeah, yeah. see what a, <laughs> it's, a, it is quite it's quite the game but uh what what about you rod you think you got anybody in particular you want to play you in a movie um yeah mason have you ever seen new girl yeah all right the guy uh nick miller he is He's my spirit animal, if I had to pick one. And uh, that's I, I'd want him. And the actor is Jake Johnson, and that's who I'd want to play me in a movie. Okay. That's a good thing. I like that. That's a real good pick. I think so, too. It's You got a real Let's Be Cops vibe. Right <laughs> that is a great movie. I could star in a buddy cop great. movie. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Because you got a Let's Be Cops vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, I think him and the guy who played Winston need to be in a in a buddy cop movie. Absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. That's a good. I I was expecting you to kind of go that route, but I wasn't sure who, who you were going to be. <laughs> I mean, Mace threw us a curveball with the whole Adam Sandler. I wasn't. Yeah, he did. That. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, all right. But you know all. what I mean, though. Once you like, you thought about, it, you're like, "Cool, Waterboy." You got Billy Madison. You got all these great movies. Like, that'd be a good movie. Paul Crew from uh, Longest Yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, he's you see, he's done the role before. Just a little switch up. Yeah, yeah. It's just a switch of the position. Is all it really would be. That's all it is. Except you should uh, you should have the guy who plays Turley in that movie the big massive guy that's that's who is <laughs> is that the one that says he broke it in my nose is that him no the guy that's even bigger than him the guy that kicks oh, him in the, the wrestler the, yeah the yes yeah yeah 
Yeah, the, I'm. I am. I am glad you are back. Yeah. Now I don't have to stab you. Yeah, I will kill you now. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I've been uh, trying to think about this. Now, see, I'm a Hugh Jackman fan, so I'd love Hugh Jackman to uh, to play me in a movie, but that's pretty far fetched. I don't know any really like good redhead actors though. So if your movie, you get to pick whoever you want. That's true. That's true. I think if that's the case, I'm probably going uh, Henry Cavill, the guy who plays Superman. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was thinking more of like Superman. a Nicole Kidman or uh... <laughs> <laughs> or like Joe Hanson. Yeah, so, something something a little more elegant for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, all right. I'll take Olivia Wilde. Olivia, I play Olivia Wilde could be my my character. Very, very soft features in the face. Yeah, <laughs> soft. You have soft facial features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if the beard's gonna be a good look for, her, but we'll give it a shot and see what happens. <laughs> now it's gotta be. It's gotta be someone smaller than that, though. I'm trying to think of like a comedian that's like in, in halfway decent. Decent shape. But by the way, can we back up for a second? Can we talk about um, Dave Chappelle's transformation? How he used to be so skinny, and now he's like, he's he is buff. Like he's a good sized dude now. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I gotta see a picture of him. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Right he, he just did a. <laughs> he just did a special not too long ago, and and uh, he's he's a bigger guy now so compared to what he like. The, the special that everyone remembers back in the day, like in probably like the early 2000s maybe, compared to now, he's probably put on, I bet, 30, 40 pounds. He is not a little dude anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a man now. <laughs> he just, it honestly just looks like he's like healthier. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's got to be wild. Like, being a comedian, I now I'm by no means am I condoning this, but like to have that energy over and over, you probably you have to be on drugs. Like, I just imagine you have to be on drugs. Yeah, dude. Seriously, it's got to be hard. Like, you really think about that. Yeah, like I I travel a decent amount for my job and it's nothing in comparison to what those guys do. Like they're gone for like six months out of the year, probably at least. Yeah. And all you're doing and it's painting. Yeah. Yeah. And you're telling the same jokes over and over like three nights in a row at the same city. And you have to bring the same energy every single time. Yep. And you're Unless energy- like Ron, Ron white. And you just keep drinking bourbons the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Until you, until you can't, you got to drink apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, let's move on to our next question. Uh, this one we kind of previewed a little bit. If you could have an unlimited storage space full of one thing, what would it be? Mm. Now you say it to me, I like completely changed my mind. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, I think so. Like, this is where my guideline is. Is it? Is it something I want to use every day that I don't have to spend money on anymore because now I'm an adult and I got to do like big boy things? Or do I want to go the complete childish route and just get one thing just to have it? 
Ooh, that's that's yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm really leaning towards the childish route. <laughs> I probably <laughs> I know you're not you're talking about like the <laughs> we're talking about fitness and all this stuff, but I'm not even gonna lie to you, I'd probably put some just unlimited amount of bush lattes. Hey, that's my guy right there. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> that is that's brilliant that because yeah you could you could just even it's not like i need a drink every day it's just i have an unlimited store it's just like hey we're gonna have some people all right just let's go pick some up it's free yeah oh yeah you know? absolutely oh my god i don't have to like worry about anything else it's just like, yeah, yeah we'll go come get a couple no big perfect <laughs> I, re- I yeah i don't know that there's a better answer yeah, I, really I, I was thinking stuff like maybe toothpaste so i don't have to buy toothpaste anymore maybe something like body wash <laughs> no i'm gonna go the chocolate I, route <laughs> for sure for sure yeah i don't even know like even as an adult i don't know that there's something where i'm just like it's such an inconvenience for me to go get other like it, even beer's not but it's just like but here's the problem is it going to be cold is it a refrigerated storage unit Oh, well, you, I'm assuming you get to decide. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's still unlimited, though. Yeah, yeah, that's is, true. Is it like a fridge that where cans pop open, or is it just like a box that always pours out Ooh. cold beer? You have a fridge that you just open, like like I can't remember a movie that is, but he opens it and it's there, and he closes yep. it, and there's more. <laughs> yep. Yep. That. Yep. That. We're going with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're going with that one. <laughs> A limited fridge. What would you pick? Ooh. See, for me, like, I don't know. This might be cheating a little bit, though, but I'd say money. I'd say money. Even if you put, like, a $10 bill in there, every time you take it out, it's just a ten, another $10 bill and just keep taking 10s. I mean, <laughs> So you would just keep doing it, like, 10 times to get 100, like 100 bucks. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> It wouldn't be, but that's the thing is, I in order for this to work, for the sake of this being like not cheating too much, <laughs> you have to take t- you have to take ten out, close it, open it again. So I have to go through that process every time I want to take a ten out. All but right. uh, yeah, I just I'd spend my weekends taking tens out of the. Would like, would the you st- would you still do it if every time you open it there was only a penny in there? Ooh boy. <laughs> <laughs> You just have to like get one hand on the door, one hand out, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> putting them in five gallon buckets. Just <laughs> yeah, I ooh, that's tough. I think I would. I really think I would. Yeah, you just make a habit out of it. Yeah. Oh, what'd you do this weekend? Well, I spent two hours opening and closing a cabinet for I made twenty time, bucks. But... <laughs> <laughs> twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> What about you, Rod? You, you're you're the Miller Lite uh, guy. It's well, be the- no. I, originally, I thought the question was if I could have unlimited storage space of something, but not actually have the something. I was thinking I want more cloud storage on my phone, so I don't have to pay for it because I'm getting tired of those damn notifications popping up telling me my storage is full. But uh, if we had to go with something that uh, we'd get with it, just gas, man. Ooh, yeah, you know. You don't have to, when you're getting up for work in the morning or going wherever, you go out to your car, you turn it on, you're running five minutes behind already, and oh, your gas light's on. Shit. I told myself I was going to get gas this morning. Well, now you're double late. (laughs) Still got to get my coffee, so I'm really late. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Yep. 
Yeah, that's got to that's that's got to be the move, gas. I didn't think about that. That's brilliant. I didn't think of that either. But he makes a good point because then, I, like, first thing that comes to my mind is uh, infinite storage on my Xbox. So I don't gotta keep like, <laughs> yeah. buy the better one. Like, oh, no. Why even make a? Why they even make a worse one? Why did you guys just all make a good one? Why does it make one that has less and then have to buy more storage? Well, here's here's the thing: is you could have unlimited storage on your Xbox or your PS4, PS5, whatever, and the Call of Duty download would still take that entire amount of storage. No matter what, dude. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Unreal. But are you a Call of Duty guy? I played it for like two weeks. I stunk and I was like, I don't want You this. play Warzone? I, I, no. <sighs> Smart. No. It's, I don't. I, well, I like, I got that. I got that shit in October. It came out October last year, right? You got me, man. I have no I idea. <laughs> but I went to like the midnight release of it and everything, and it was like out here. It's just like a bunch of like hillbillies jumping on like trucks, going, "Yeah, yeah brother!" Like so it was just kind of funny doing that. But I would never forget that. But um, I played for like whew, I played up to like about quarantine when we got quarantined and stuff, and that's when they started coming out with Warzone. I played like a game of Warzone, and I was like, "Oh, I was playing with my friends. I have like a group of friends we all play." And we were on this map for 35 minutes and I had all this good gear and I walked down the open, got sniped. And then I just sat there and I got, I go, guys, we just wasted 35 minutes of our life. What do you mean? I (laughs) ran around the map and see a person got all this cool gear, these legendary weapons and walked down the open and died. And I have no chance. Like they're like, just win the gulag. Oh, let me go one-on-one with a kid in Iowa. That's like five in the nation. And just (laughs) Let him one real fast and just get even more pissed. <laughs> so, yeah, Matt. In oh, case yeah. you haven't experienced the gulags, what happens is you, you know, you got your gun, you're ready. You're like, oh, one v one. I got a fifty percent chance to win this. You come around the corner, the kid does a backflip off the wall, hits you in the nuts with the stock of his gun, and blows your head off. Exactly. Yep. I die. I died a lot, pal. You think <laughs> I didn't. They got an experience the gulag. Are you kidding me? I didn't even want to come back. I hated going to the gulag. <laughs> I'm just gonna die again. I'm gonna get more mad. And the worst part is, it's like while you're in the waiting room, that you just like see other people fighting, and it's just like they build this like anxiety. Yeah, this like stage. Like, hey, guess what, pal? You're next. This is a prison. <laughs> and, and you have no idea where some bitch is going to be. <laughs> Your team's like, dude, hurry back. Get back here. We need you. Get back here. It's like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Dude, I'm like, dude, I got a rock to throw at this. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? He's been playing longer than me. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 once that all started happening, it reminded me too much of like Fortnite. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to play that no more. So, so. That's exactly. We used to, uh, Rod, Rod and I used to play uh, Madden a lot, and we would play like a franchise. We'd play in the same division, and he would always get the passing titles for his team. I would always get the rushing titles. And then this some bitch he didn't like that I was getting the rushing titles. So what would he do? He'd throw ninety yard bombs, step out of step out of bounds at the one yard line, and then run it in. <laughs> So he would get the touchdown titles too, and I'm like, dude, you got too much. <laughs> like, the competition is wow. fierce in you, man. I'll give you that. Wow, that's real petty. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> Two years I live with this man. I- <laughs> shit happened all the time. 
That's horrible. Oh. But now he's consumed by Pokemon, so I don't have to worry about that. Anymore. Hey, man. Hey, man. It gets me out going, you know, to run some laps, run some laps, catch some Pokemon. You know, it's a good day. You play Pokemon Go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the move, apparently. Is it, yeah. is it making a is it making a comeback? Because oh, the only apparently. the only time the only time you can really you know keep your mask off is going outside anymore. So especially yeah. with Old the line's new restrictions. Yeah. Uh, I did, was that today or yesterday? They called that today. He talked again. What's what's the guidelines? We gotta we gotta actually put food under the mask when we eat at restaurants and stuff. <laughs> gotta eat from a tube actually they're gonna stick a tube up your nose into your stomach and they're just gonna feed you that way <laughs> i don't i don't like that <laughs> yeah, no matter where you are the only safe place is your room in the bathroom yeah <laughs> yeah basically it's uh, like it's, it's the goofiest shit ever and it so they talk about that with football which uh by the way let's take a moment Let's just halt this conversation right in our tracks and talk about how the fact that you were in the indoor football league. Oh yeah, <laughs> good time. Can, can, we, can we talk about that? What was that experience like? Oh well, I so trying to make this long story short. I my last season of football at Tiffin was 2017, so I was planning on graduating 2018. So I've been there for four years. And I went home on fall break. And, well, this is actually right at the end of the season. I got an invite to an all-star game uh, down in Myrtle Beach. So that was like my next football game. So I went down there in December um, and played in the all-star game. And a guy approached me actually at this all-star game. And um, he was like, would you be interested in playing professional football? And I mean, well, yeah. I'm like, do I get paid for it? And he said, that's arena ball. I said, okay. He's like, do you know anything about it? I said, nope. He said, all right, well, your card, send me your film. I said, all right. So played the game. I actually uh, tore the webbing of my hand, like in between my fingers. I ended up getting seven stitches in my hand that night. So I was literally at this urgent care in South Carolina getting my hand stitched up while I'm trying to find this dude's email address sending my huddle. <laughs> so because he said, send it to me. And it's like 1030 at night. So I'm like, I got to send it to him tonight. He's going to think I forgot. So sent my film to him and stuff. and um, he actually offered me a spot for this team um, down in North Carolina. And I had – so my sister – this is kind of a long story. My sister is a Division One girls basketball coach. And she played at Marquette, and it was in Wisconsin. So I was talking to her about this whole thing. I said, I just got my first offer to play professional football. And she was like, oh, that's awesome. And she let one of her friends know. So he used to play arena ball in Wisconsin. And my sister got to be friends with him. and she would go to his games all the time. So he contacted me. He said, Hey, send me your film. I said, all right. So I sent my film to him. He sends the film to the new head coach out in Nebraska, the team I played for. And he called me that like 10 minutes later and said, Hey, I love your film. Would you want to come out for a tryout? And I was like, yeah, sure. Which was a better deal. And it was a better contract and stuff. So I signed that. Yeah. Uh, so basically the start of playing professional football was just a crazy experience. It was like a crazy two to three days. It was right after my birthday and it was just like, what is happening? But I um, traveled to Nebraska. So when you get there, there's like 40 guys on the team and they say, we make cuts in two weeks and there's only 24 left. And um, camp was fun, but it's like, it, it's, 
it's a grind. It was a different kind of game, of course, because it's indoor football. But I mean, just to stay with like the football mentality, it was just kind of the same thing. Kind of you got to earn your spot. So it was all yeah. to be a part of the team, but it was just crazy experiences, dude. I have stories on stories. So <laughs> I'll let you guys, if you guys think anything, you can ask me. I, I could talk hours about it. So. Uh, yeah what's the what's yeah, what, the locker room uh, yeah. atmosphere like <laughs> what's the locker room atmosphere like yeah well um <laughs> it, it, it's funny because well the first thing that comes to my mind is like it, it's funny it, it's like everybody's so you you always think you have the funniest dudes in your team and that's like we were always talking like dude we have the funniest teammates because some of these guys just say off the wall stuff and just do off the wall things like you're like dude what the hell is going through your head like <laughs> the situation because i mean because so like one thing i was the youngest dude on my team and i was 22 and um i was one of two people from ohio everyone else was from florida missouri texas uh mississippi new york like these guys are from all over so it's like you have so many guys from so many different demographics and like i was the only division two football player everyone else is like division one so that wow. was the other thing too they all called me d16 because i'll make it fun of you for d2 they're like what's a tiffin like, yeah. like uh tiffin ohio they're like what I'm like yeah don't worry about it they're like, dude, you're like some D16 school. I was like, oh, okay, that's and that ranks up here. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, just the atmosphere. Just it's it's so funny, just how these guys are from. Like one of my best friends played at Washington State, and he like I never thought I'd ever get to meet this dude. You know what I mean? And now he makes music on Spotify, and I follow him on Spotify and stuff. So it's just like cool stuff like that. It's just like the atmosphere, of, like the people I met. You know what I mean? Can we, can we give this gentleman a, a Spotify shout out? Because this yeah, is going on Spotify. So his, his name is just Devontae McClain. And uh, let me actually find him here real fast. Devontae McClain's the artist, and he's got uh, four singles out right now. Hey. He's from um, East Palo Alto, California. All right. Okay. Uh, that, so he'll probably be a little <laughs> he knows that I said that, but. That's all right. <laughs> for I'm assuming these are just four absolute bangers. If, if <laughs> with you, like you guys need to give it a, uh, give it a listen. Like his first song, "Think of You." Like I like I'm not trying to be weird, but that dude got a very smoothing voice. Like, <laughs> even, like, like, like so we always called him. We he went by BK, and mm-hmm. uh, so we'd always like he was one of the funniest dudes. And I'm, we told him we're like, dude, BK, like. You could, he looks like the best person we can. Um, you guys ever seen Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You know Mubaku, the big mm-hmm. stick. When I'm, yeah, they are twins. <laughs> when we went to Black Panther came out when we were in Nebraska, we went there, and every time we'd see him, we'd be like Mubaku, Wakanda forever. And he get <laughs> and he'd run with it. He'd be like, "Yup, it's me." He <laughs> looks just like him, but oh um, yeah, he. Real cool dude, and we told him all the time, like, dude, you got skills in other areas too, not just football and stuff. So I'm really proud of him that he's making music. That's awesome. So he's he's a bigger guy too, is what you're saying. Oh yeah, Whew, yeah, big dude. Yeah, big. I just there, there's just something so comforting about a big guy that's got like a soothing voice too. Like, <laughs> I, I, I might fall in love with this man. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, dude, BK, he knows what he's doing, and um, I'm proud of him. But, yeah, like that's just like the atmosphere. Like there's just so many people, so many different demographics, and just 
like it amazes me that like I have like a friend like that. You know what I mean? And the mm-hmm. only thing we had in common was football. There was nothing else in common. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. And it, like you hear a lot of of like ex football, just ex athletes in general, really. Like the because we, I mean, we listen to Pat McAfee show all the time. Yeah, and and he like he is constantly harped on the fact that like you uh, a a football locker room is just like the biggest melting pot. Like, Oh, just all walks of life, just all combined into one room. And then you got to go out one goal just to beat the piss out of this other team and, and yep. come out with, with a W on top. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's exactly how it is, dude. I mean, like I said, just so many different walks of life and it's like, it's just unbelievable, like the stories and like the stuff that people went through and everything. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. now I, I'm from little small town Ohio, like Minerva, Ohio. And you guys probably don't even know where that's at. So it's like these guys are from like downtown Detroit or like downtown Cali. Like he's from Oakland, so it's like he's telling me stories and stuff. I'm like, I'm worried about if a cow's gonna break into my house. Like <laughs> that's one of my big worries. They're like a cow. Like yeah, they're like. I've never seen a cow in person. I'm like, how have you never seen a cow in person? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just funny stuff like that. Yeah. Way different walks of life. Oh, for sure. For sure. And that was, I mean, even for me, like I grew up an hour south of Chicago and then we moved out to, to central Ohio. And I mean, we're not, we're not too far from, from the Columbus area, but um, you know, you get, you get half hour outside of Columbus and it's pretty rural. I mean, pretty quickly it gets, it gets rural. So, yeah. I mean, even where we are now is a lot slower than where I was, man. Yeah. Lots As of we corn. Talk, That's all we got. Yeah. Corn. We're, <laughs> yeah. And beans. beans. About, yep. Like big city. <laughs> my, and all, like corn, my, corn, 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 corn. My old buddy, yeah. my old buddy, Louie, he's from uh, California. And he asked me all the time. He's like, oh, do you guys power your cars with corn up there? And I'm like, I mean, we probably could. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> do, we, do you guys remember when that was like a thing like the e85 or whatever like the the ethanol gas was like huge and now it's like where did that shit go now it's all electric yeah, electric, yeah. that's right like hot wheels did you see uh elon musk came out with a tequila now <laughs> i must have it i'm pretty i know it's it's it's, it's, it's alien tequila because elon musk is clearly an alien so uh, yeah <laughs> 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 he is he is not from this world you can say that man. yeah but the the bottle shaped like a lightning bolt too i guess i guess like it's actually tesla is is who branded it, it yeah so there's a there's a tequila out there I, that thing's probably got some weird like micro bot uh, <laughs> he's, he's in a, right to the brain guaranteed dude's making cars tequila flamethrowers he's he's making it all <laughs> Jeez. So this is actually a, a brilliant segue into one of the <laughs> other questions I had for you. What do you think about artificial intelligence? So, oh man, <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> well, like all I'm gonna say about it is, I definitely think, I definitely think there's stuff that's happening that we have no idea. Like it's all behind the scenes. Like, I I mean, I don't believe as much as there's like androids and stuff. I believe more that there's stuff that's happened and they're just like, Oh, put a cover in front of that. Yeah. Shut it down. Shut it down real fast. Don't let anyone know. Cause I mean, I saw, um, who 
who put this up? This was like, well, this is during when we got locked down. Someone was like, um, <laughs> when like a pandemic happens, people buy all the toilet paper, lock themselves in their houses and just lose their minds. So why do you think the government would tell us about artificial intelligence? We or think they created the pandemic so they could change the batteries in the birds. Oh, here we go. Let's go. What now? We, Matty S and I have a theory that they, uh, they just created the pandemic to keep everyone inside while they changed the batteries in the birds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, well, back to your original thought. <laughs> Lord. Oh man. Yeah. Trademark that. Uh, so, TMT. so we have, <laughs> yeah, we, this is, by no means is this actually true, but usually if we have what we think is an original idea, we just shout TM three <laughs> times and, and, and it's trademarked. So yeah, that's, that's what the lawyers tell us. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe we need a new one, but <laughs> <laughs> what you saying. might need a new one. If that's all you got to do, <laughs> say what your trademark is. Uh, but yeah, so, it, and part of why I bring this up too, is I just read this thing that, uh, the Google AI actually created its own child AI that is supposedly smarter than any human. Like it, it's the the capacity for this thing is outrageous, and I'm pretty sure they just like they just pulled the plug on the damn thing, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, guess what? It's fucking Ultron. That thing's transferred itself to another host already, and, and this is the beginning of Terminator. I hope it doesn't look at my internet history. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did you search scenes from Knock Knock about a hundred times? <laughs> Watch it, you'll understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, like, speaking of like those Alexas and stuff like that. You guys, so you guys have Netflix and everything. Have you seen the show Evil? No, I can't. I won't bring myself. Is it <laughs> I good? I won't do it. it it's no. Uh, <laughs> it's like. It's okay. It's just it, it's creepy, but it's not like scary. It's just kind of like you said. It's kind of like the same thing with the knock knock. You sit there, you're like, oh gosh, but then it's like, oh, that's not scary. It's just kind of like creepy. It's so you know bad I mean? you just keep watching. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like the acting's not the best, and the story's not the best. But this is what I was going to get to the there's like two episodes in there. It, it, it's interesting what they do and stuff because it's 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 all made up, but it's interesting like the dynamic and everything. But one of the episodes. It, like they're all about like demonic stuff like uh possession and everything and it's this guy who's like w- trying to win an award for like acting and stuff like that and they catch him talking to the um like the alexa thing and the thing starts talking back to him and like this thing just has like it's a mind of its own so it's basically possessed and the thing will like they try to break it and then he transfers his voice to another one and starts talking in that one. And it's just like, dude, like, what is happening? Like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's like that creepiness, you know? And it's just like super uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, gosh, this thing's like talking to these people. Like, oh. Yeah. It, and supposedly there's a, uh, a documentary about uh, social media, too, on Netflix. And I forget the name of it, but apparently like if from everybody that i listen to that's that's uh watched it and talks about it and everything you won't want to get on social media again and 
because that's a big driving force for us. I, I can't bring myself to watch this. Yeah, movie. I wouldn't do that, dude. Oh, well, like, it, it, you know, like how Facebook and stuff, dude, you know, what's crazy. This stuff has happened so often. Like, talk about something and like go to Facebook and there'll be an ad. Mm-hmm. Usually a it's wish. Un- absolutely. It's awful. It's terrifying <laughs> because it's like, dude, well, like, here's a prime example. I'm glad we're talking about this. So my roommate, he had, and there was an, on the, our dinner table, there was an, uh, graduation invite to this girl. And I was like, who is this? But it's his like, uh, step families, like his stepmom's um, last name. So we sat there for like four days, never say anything about it. And then finally he sat at the table. I was like, dude, who is that? And he said her name. And I, like, he just said her name. It was the first time he said her name. And I was like, oh, okay. Then I said her name. Tell me why an hour later I had a suggested friend request. <laughs> we had one mutual friend. Like, dude, Ugh. she had never, right, dude, she never, I've never talked about her before. Said her name twice. And now we just, one suggested friend. And they were like, hey, friend request her. I'm like, dude, this Listen, is too much. I've been warning Matthew about this for years. He has smart outlets, smart, uh, smart everything. All right, so everything can turn on whenever it wants. Siri can turn everything on, control everything. Oh, you got one of that? You got stuff like that? Yeah, not not this guy. Uh-uh. Smart free home. Yep. Nope. Not Smart free home. <laughs> we got dumb I, shit in this I house. Told, I could have told you that. <laughs> Smart, free. <laughs> Smart free home. I fucking knew that, pal. <laughs> So you have like how you like the thermostat where you can just talk to it and it sets it. No, so we're still in an apartment, but I've got like the I've got three Alexas. He's building an I've army got, to kill him. I've got two smart outlets. All the smart outlets can do is turn stuff on and off. For now. I don't have like the real smart ones that say you can adjust lights and shit like that. I don't have that. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, hey, listen though, okay. I'm walking upstairs. I forget to turn that light off. I say, hey, Alexa, turn that light off. That bit does exactly what I ask her to. Or you could just walk right back up the stairs and turn it off. Yeah, see? Well, now. I'm doing gonna... <laughs> Okay, come on. Let's like, be serious here. That thing's just always listening then. It's just always waiting for always. you to say something. Always. And it, it, the, here's the creepy part is if you say anything like, and the speech pattern is so off for it because I could say something that doesn't even sound like Alexa, but if I say something with like a K or like like a hard K sound, it will listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that part I don't really like. But yeah, that's trippy. Nope. I don't know, man. There's something. There's some appeal about and which is <laughs> like as someone like it. <laughs> You're probably sitting there like, yeah, what a lazy piece of shit. No, <laughs> we talked about we talk about not putting the weights away at the beginning of the show. Yeah. I can't walk back down the stairs to turn the light off. Talking about this whole thing of bush light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now now if I could have Alexa launch me a bush light. Then she will really earn a place in the household. She that's is different. staying. That's different. Till she starts sniping you with bush lights. Right? <laughs> You're a dead bush light master. Just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but also, 
let's say there's a home invasion and I just say, Alexa, send it. And she's just poop. poop. <laughs> just launching cans of bush light at it. I'm like, okay, but don't send them all because I want to drink it. <laughs> over, over his body. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> all right. Let's see. Let me let me get one more question in before we uh, before we get you out of here. I got to go back to my list. Got to go back. Where are we at here? Um, I'm trying to think of other before before we get too far away from your your time in the indoor football. Was it was the indoor football league like? Was it very different in terms of like fan base and things like that? How things operated compared to college ball? Oh yeah. I, I mean, that was the hardest part for me. So a good way to start this question is like, um, so from the, you guys understand playing, like we understand like playing from high school to college is a big jump. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like that transition was tough. The transition from college to professional was even tougher because it's like, you're, I'm not looked at as just like, I guess you're not looked at as someone that like you're there for, you're basically there for a job interview. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're there to get a job. You're there to like basically stay on there. It's not like you're guaranteed. Like he, like I said in the beginning, he wanted me to go out there to try out. It wasn't like I was selling the team. So it was just a huge difference with that because it's a job. So you can lose mm-hmm. your job every day. Um, we actually we were pretty good in the beginning of the season. We were four and one. Um, we were three and one that we just beat the best team in the league. And, um, the coach like freaked out on us after the game said it wasn't good enough. And it's like right around that time, we kind of went downhill a little bit. We actually went on 11 game losing streak. So we oh, shit. yeah, dude, all oh, it was rough, but like, and of course you guys get this being an athlete. Like when you're winning, everything's going right. Like you go to practice, happy, go to team meals, happy. Everyone's just like, Hey, you start losing nothing's fun mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know like i was part of teams in that college high school where it's like um you know on teams that are really good it's fun and stuff like that and he like college like yeah we're not that good we have next year well that's not how it is so it's like guys lose their job one of the right. things was like like we would play on a sunday sunday night and he'd say all right i'll see you guys tomorrow uh 7 a.m team meeting like it's how it was every Monday. So we'd show up and this happened every week, dude, every week for the remainder of the season, it'd be like seven Oh five and the head coach isn't in there yet. And the defensive coordinator would walk in, he'd go, uh, Matt playbook, bring your playbook. Coach wants to see you. That's the last time we'd see the dude. Like there was no, like, like there was no like, Hey, see you later, dude. It's just like, we'd walk out there and his locker would be clear. We get wow. Yeah, he's just off the team. He get cut. So that was that was a big transition for me because like I had a bad game one time, and I'll you can't sleep because I'm like, dude, I'm about to get cut. Yeah, there is no like, there is no like second chance. They're just gonna try to bring someone else in because there's gonna be some other dude out there that wants that that spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone wants to play professional sports, so, so of course, if you someone gets a call, they're like, "Hey, try come try out this to this team." Like, "Oh yeah, I'll be there," you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was just like we saw, I saw new faces every week, and like, like I said in the beginning, we had twenty four dudes on the beginning, like the roster after camp. There were four of us 
from the original 24 by the end of the season. Wow. Four of us. I can't imagine the anxiety just going through that. That's what I'm saying. Like the anxiety was crazy, dude. I, I was so stressed out every weekend and week out. And it's like, that was a big, that was a big deciding factor why I wanted to stop because you get to the point where it's like, that's like my identity. Like I was mm-hmm. labeled as a football player. That's all I was. Like I was a center. Like <laughs> I was like a Mason and I'm a center. Like there was, yeah. <laughs> like, because I couldn't do anything else. Cause I had to keep my job and my job mm-hmm. was to be a center. So it's like, I had to do my best, you know? And it, yeah. like, it doesn't, it sounds kind of dumb when you say it like that, but like when I'm in the moment like that, it's just like unbelievable. You know, it's just like an unbelievable feeling. You have to go through that every time. I couldn't, I could not imagine, especially with like the, how high of a turnover it sounds like it was for you guys. Then, oh, yeah, dude, it was unbelievable. On a, on a lighter note, uh, Mason, if you could come out of retirement and, uh, go try out for the Cincinnati Bengals and protect Joey B for us, that would be a delight. I would uh, love to do that. I would love to do that for Joe Burrow. I'm a Joe Burrow dude. <laughs> yeah. Savior of Cincinnati, eh, bud? That's, that's, that's right. Mason could be the savior of the savior of Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Just protect this dude. That's all yeah, you yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yep. Just put your life on the line because that's exactly what he's doing every time he lines Dude, up he really behind is. that offensive line. Oh, my goodness. It's hard, it's hard to watch. Like He does not stay standing at all during those games. No, they're definitely they're definitely on a building stage around him. But it's nice to have someone that they can build around. You know what I mean? Like again, I'm I'm a Cleveland guy, but like like I said, I like Joe Burrow. He's a good quarterback, and I like to see like someone that actually do well in that position, you know. So this is gonna bring me right into my last question for you. Is there is there a a star athlete that you absolutely despise? Ooh, that I despise. Here Ooh. go. <laughs> I, I hate to do this to you because you're a Browns fan, but Baker Mayfield is an absolute stooge. I cannot stand <laughs> oh, Baker Mayfield. What? Now, now I, listen, listen, we love Baker when he got the beer and he shotgunned it. That was that out, was mm, spot on. How do you not like Baker, though? How, how do you not like I, Baker? <laughs> I just listen, man. He's one of those guys where it's like, you notice, you notice he has stopped talking like altogether this year because guess what? The boy painted a target on his back and he couldn't live up to his own hype. But I think he he's his own hype. Most years he talks more than his play, but this year his he's playing better than his talk, which I think is fantastic. Yes. Well, he's playing better than his talk because he's not talking this year. It doesn't take much to play better than your talk when you're not talking. <laughs> Valid point too. Well, here's what I'm <laughs> to say about it. I, I like. I think nowadays it's so different because you got to like be your, you got to be your own hype man, especially in that position. Because like, if you're not your own hype man, you're gonna have so many critics all the time. Because dude, look how many like analysts there are. Like I'll see people like quote him all the time on like Twitter. I'm like, who is this girl from like Illinois? Like saying something about Baker Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? So it's on like, her OnlyFans account. What's she doing that? You know, for? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's like it's, it's like you got 200 followers. How are you verified? But um, <laughs> you get criticized like, all the time, and it's like 
I, I respect him to that point because he's trying his best. I, I feel bad for him because like he throws a pick almost every opening drive. And it's like, dude, come on. Like, wait till like a different point in the game when you're winning by a little bit, when you're gonna like, oh, I gotta push it back. Don't like freaking put yourself in a hole right off the bat. But like I said, he he's gotta you gotta be your own hype man nowadays. You know what I mean? There's so much negativity out there. It really so, is. I think what did it for me was back when he was in uh Oklahoma when he, he got absolutely slaughtered by that cop because he tried to run away for no reason. <laughs> and I see, I would have liked a team to reach out to him and sign him to a contract. That was a, <laughs> a hell of a tackle. Oh, he, well, he wanted to hit Baker. It wasn't just like he, he knew who that person was. Uh huh. Like he was like, that's Baker Mayfield. I'm about to take him down. He was itching the whole time. Like, Boy, you do something stupid of run, you gonna pay for it. <laughs> yep. He's like, Yep, here's my chance. It's over for him. <laughs> Hold my gun. I'm gonna chase after this man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, but man. but are we are we happy that Tom Brady threw three picks against uh, the Saints the other day? Absolutely. Is that your is that your despise right there? I don't despise him. I just I'm just not a fan. I, I think I'm a fan. Like I like Russell Wilson a lot. I like um, I like Baker, of course. Um, Shame. I'm a fan. Of <laughs> I'm a fan of people who, who you can just tell really enjoy the game, and like I, I feel like Tom Tom Brady just kind of gets like rode too hard. You know what I mean? It's just like the goat, the goat, the goat. I can't. I don't feel like you can really pick out a goat in football. No, that's tough. It's tough. You know what I mean? Like, if you really think about it, the man does not have any speed, athleticism, or any kind of strength. He can just really stand there really well and read a defense and do this. <laughs> like, when you really think about it. it. And that's the other thing, too, is, like, the way the rules are now, it's almost like the Jordan-LeBron debate, too, to where, like, guys, guys back in the day were getting slaughtered on the field. I saw there was a play... And I think it was I think it was the Bears playing the Patriots probably maybe a couple of years ago, like whenever they had like inter interleague play. And uh Tom Brady got like slapped on the helmet and they threw a flag mm-hmm. like did barely I mean so innocent. Like he was going up to swat the pass, brought the hand down and did not cause any harm to him, but touched the top of his helmet. And yet Joe Burrow this year defensive line and pick them up and break them over their knee and they don't get uh, any penalties there. Uh, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's true though. Man. It's crazy how much like it's changed. It's, it's honestly turned into like a, it's a completely different game. Yeah. Look up like, honestly look up like the biggest hits, like football biggest hits. And you got like, here comes the boom by Nelly playing in the background. And you got yeah, like, yeah. 2004, like, destroying each other like even like the sacks were the biggest thing the hits on the quarterback like these quarterbacks are just standing there like this ready to throw this ball and i mean wrecked a lot of troy Polamalu and james harrison and those (laughs) oh just wrecking people and it's like yeah it should be and you watch now it's like yeah like tom brady goes back and gets his finger hit and he's like oh they're like tom brady's getting examined for his finger you're like okay this was I forgot this was football for a second. Jeez. I have a question that it's it's a running debate between me and uh one of the other guys that sometimes comes on the show, Griff. Um 
if you had to choose one receiver for the final drive or for you know for a final drive, would you rather have Jerry Rice or Calvin Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> because our, our debate is, I said there's no receiver like Calvin Johnson. I, I personally think Calvin Johnson is the best receiver just to play the game. But he didn't play as long. But do you see, see where I'm going here? <laughs> I mean, I would honestly... Oh man, this is a tough because I'm right? a, I, I love Calvin Johnson. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was one of my first ever football players I liked, and I know it sounds crazy. Some offensive lineman he's received, but like <laughs> I love Calvin Johnson because I mean he was he played for the Lions and they were horrible, and he's out there just balling. He's and six, he's five, huge. He's just catching these balls, like throwing people to the side, and he scored touchdowns to the sideline. You're like, okay, like <laughs> he's out here. <laughs> I'd honestly pick Calvin Johnson because I think he's got that underdog to him, especially if it's the last drive. Mm-hmm. The last drive, it, you need a game-winning touchdown. He's going to be like, yeah, put the ball in my hands. I got you guys. You know what I mean? Jerry Rice, I think the same way because he's been in that situation before, but he won't be as upset if he loses. He'll be like, ah, like it's all right. I'm still Jerry Rice. Like Calvin Johnson's got more to play for. You know what I mean? And like I can all- that. I can only go back to that picture that keeps going around Twitter right now of two people like press coverage on Calvin Johnson. And he's like, they just don't build him like that anymore. <laughs> well, dude, he was a different animal. He really was. It's he's almost like if Gronk and Julio had a love child and <laughs> like like honestly, like yeah. he had like Gronk's size, but still like the speed and and athleticism uh, of like Julio Jones. I mean, it's it's incredible to even think about that. Like Probably the two two best at their at their positions currently. Um, Gronk not as much. Eh. Well, I don't know. He still had. I mean, with an offense like that, he's just not going to get fed as much. So yeah. you just don't see it. But um, arguably the two best in their positions currently. And I mean, Julio's been in that conversation for the past five years or Julio's so now. Yeah, and it it's so tough because. The, I mean, when's the last time they've had a good run game, too? Devontae Freeman was a, a hell of a running back, but the way he ran, you just knew he wasn't going to last long. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, when you get into stuff like that, like, now I'm not trying to compare Julio to this person, but, like, OBJ, you know what I mean? People, like, they think Odell is, like, amazing because he has a one-handed catch. All Odell is, though, for the Browns is, like, someone to be double-covered. You know what I mean? He's just the name. That's all so AJ is eye. for the Bengals nowadays. So yeah, mm-hmm. exactly same thing. Uh, AJ Green, like, oh, we had to watch AJ Green. So that changes your game plan. That changes your defensive scheme. That changes everything. Mm-hmm. Like the um, the Falcons for Julio, you play them, you're like, we just got to guard Julio. You know what I mean? Just stop him. They can't do anything else. So then it's like people get like, oh, Julio's washed up, or he's not that good. No, like you said, it's like you got to get the run game. You got to get different weapons. You got to do everything because. The dude's an animal, but you can't just have one player, you know. And, and this may this may be a sore subject for you, but it, when they talk about when they start, you know, defensive linemen after their first dominant season, and the next thing you know, there's constantly like another chip, like uh, with a tight end, or they're they're doubling him, or whatever the case may be, and then the the numbers go down, and it's like, oh well, okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, people just think people people just think oh they're not dominant anymore. But it's like okay, we have ha- the left side of our offensive line now has to cover this man. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. It's just ugh, I get it. defensive line. It's getting me to a whole other subject because it's like <laughs> they like they think these guys are amazing. It's like this guy's going to have a great year, and then it's like people like he hasn't had a sack. Do you know how hard it is to get a sack? First off, like let's really contemplate this. This this man has to get around a dude whose literal job is to not let that happen. So I don't think it's going to be that easy to get a sack. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> some of these guys, they're just like, oh, he's, out, he's off year, off year. It's really not an off year. It's just like, hey, he did really good this first year. So it's like, huh, probably shouldn't let him do that good this year. Let's game plan away from him. You know what I mean? Well, if anybody can game plan for Aaron Donald, they've yet to showcase oh. it. because. <laughs> Man, that dude's crazy. He is, he is taking people whose job it is to stop him and picking, like, basically picking them Sometimes up. Sometimes two and, people. <laughs> yeah. And, and sacking the quarterback whilst carrying this, this probably 280 to 320-pound other person. You know, the why I like Aaron Donald, too, is, like, he shows what the game is when it comes to hand fighting and the technique. Like, mm-hmm. how many people think, oh, he's big, he's, he's going to be good, or he's quick, he'll be good. No, like, there's so much more to it. There's so much, like, angles, there's hand fight. Like, if you watch the dude, he is, like, one of the most crisp people when it comes to technique. Like, every time he's off the ball, hand fighting, hands down, no matter what. He's got two hands on him. He's always trying to get hands off of him. He's always fighting through. He's always getting pressure, waiting for that moment for – an offensive lineman like, dang, I'm tired. Like, I can't do this. And then he does the exact same technique, and he gets makes a play. You know what I mean? And and he practices with like fake knives. Like, there's he does like all this like weird. Like he he's basically a stunt double at this point, also <laughs> to where he, he he does all the choreograph like practicing like getting like swatting fake knives down and stuff like that. Like yeah, which which. If you saw the videos, you thought they were real. Turns out they aren't. They said in an interview that they're not real knives. So that's kind of <laughs> bullshit if you ask me. I mean, let's, oh, let's, man. let's also keep in mind that he was originally said to be undersized for his position as well. Well, he is undersized. Yeah, he's not the biggest dude. You think like, oh, D-tackle can't be like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's he's showing like it takes a lot more than just size. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like. I like I wasn't the biggest dude, which is you guys are probably like, what in the world. Like I was so small compared to these guys I played against. Cut the like, shit, pal. Where it was like, like my heaviest I've been is three twenty five, and three twenty five was like the average. Like really, like BK and stuff. My buddy, like BK is three thirty. Um, the other offensive lineman, he plays for the um, Eskimos in um, Canada. I can't remember the first name, but he plays in the Canadian league. He's three forty five now. He's six seven. It's like so. That's just like average size. So I'm over here like fighting, eating like doubles pizzas to get 25 <laughs> because you need a little bit more weight on you. But technique is what it comes down to. It really does. That makes a huge difference. It's the, that's the deciding factor. That's why Aaron Donald like dominates because he has he works on that stuff. Like you talk about those knives videos, but he's probably working on his hand fighting, his body control. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the man can do like you're seeing. He's freaking built. Like no like. Not trying to be weird, but the dude's obviously built. Oh yeah, 
No, he's stacked. Like mm-hmm. there's like not an ounce of fat on him either. Yeah. Like he's, he's no, absolutely he's, shredded. Yeah, if he's three hundred pounds, he can you move his weight like that. So imagine he could do it to th- someone else three hundred pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably yeah. Over. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's crazy. But all right, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here for today. Um, man, that was good. I, I'm glad glad we were able to finally get this going. We, this has been probably like a month in the making now where we, we ran into some scheduling issues, but we were able to get it going. Um, can't thank you enough. Uh, so it's it's my fit life, right? Is is the gym that you're you're working out of? Yeah, my fit life. And uh, is there is there a brand name yet? Do we have a brand name yet? Yeah, it's uh, built by Big Mace. Built by Big Mace. I fuck. Wow. Built by I built by it. Big Mace. <laughs> built by Big Mace. Are, is there somewhere where we can get these T-shirts? I actually um, are making some right now. I was going to ask you guys what sizes you guys will need. Yeah, let us let let us know. Uh, oh yeah, we would certainly like to 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 get one of these T-shirts from you. We'll be, we'll be sure to represent you in in uh, you know forward episodes, but. Uh, is there is there any any other person you want to give a, a shout out to before we go ahead and close things up today? Uh, nothing I can think about, but I want to tell you guys I really appreciate you getting me on here. Uh, I hope I can come on again. You know, what I mean, I, absolutely. Talk about yeah. this. Stuff. Like we have a good time. I feel like it's a absolutely which I need sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. So again, I really appreciate it. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, Rod, you got anybody? I know we kind of gave our Veterans Day shoutouts already. You got oh yeah, you already you gave that. Uh, yeah, Mason. Anytime you want to come back on, we can talk about the batteries and the birds. Anytime you need. Um, yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be like sitting here, like the batteries and the birds. I'm gonna be walking outside tomorrow, like, hey, <laughs> they go inside to make new birds so they can get like more high tech. They do some crazy stuff. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be listening for that bird. It's like. all right brother like i said we appreciate having you on we'll we'll uh uh you and i need to watch knock knock so we can we can talk about it next That's time right. yes time we're on i'm on but uh but uh we always like to leave our fans with a little uh just i don't have a glass or anything with me but just give them a nice little uh cheers yeah <laughs> Hey, double fist, son of a gun. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.